Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. What is the importance of belonging? And why do we all need to belong somewhere? It is built into our human nature. Learn how the powerful philosophy of Ubuntu helps to deliver a simple roadmap to building positive teams and relationships, improving engagement and performance. Get your copy of Belonging and Healing, Creating Awesomeness for Yourself and Others by Dr. Dave Cornelius on Amazon.com. Hello and welcome to the Now Show with Dr. Dave podcast. This is Dr. Dave Cornelius, your host. In relaunching the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast, I would like to take a minute to introduce myself. I am a business executive, organizational, and agile coach and trainer, partnering with leaders and teams in for-profit, startup, nonprofit organizations to deliver a level of awesomeness that meets their needs. So my journey includes working with Fortune 50 to Fortune 500 companies at times and startups. Um, and I've helped some of those teams and organizations to deliver, you know, more than $1 billion in customer value. As a business organization and agile team coach, I partner with something startups companies to facilitate the commercialization of their ideas and help them bring those things to market. Um, So my work with clients includes delivering in-person and virtual immersive learning experience using Scrum and Kanban and the Scale Agile framework, um, design thinking, lean startup, do help people with professional speaking, and also just professional coaching, Um, publish a doctoral manuscript, focus on the value of Scrum to organization um, in support of management and organizational leadership. Um, I'm also done computer science and have an MBA. So one of the key things that I really do a lot of is really contribute to underestimated communities um, is one of my key passion. Um, I'm, I'm the founder for this conference and meetup called Agile for Humanity. And we try to support the BIPOC community, you know, creating a voice um, in product development in the technology field that normally isn't in there. I also, you know, I also started the five Saturdays, and that's the number five Saturdays program. Um, it's a STEAM program that empowers underestimated uh, high school students to pursue, you know, additional knowledge and, and careers in the STEM field. Um, so, you know, it's, it's always fun working with uh, 13 to 19 year old, teaching them about technology and STEM and entrepreneurship and some of those really core skills that we're gonna need in the future of work. Um, I'm also the author of five books and they include like Transforming Your Leadership Character, The Lean Thinking and Agility Way, Elastic Minds, What Are You Thinking? Uh, Prayers to My Abba Father God, a spiritual book. Um, also, I just, Wrapped Up Belonging and Healing, Creating Awesomeness for Yourself and Others, and Just Release Deliver Value, Happy Contributing People, Satisfied Customers, and Thriving Business. Um, in my spare time, I do a monthly podcast and blog. It's called Nal Share with Dr. Dave, and you can find those and some of your popular streaming services that include Spotify, Audible, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google, and many others. Um, I'm a husband, dad, and grandfather. So in this relaunch, 
we will begin with the Resiliently You podcast series. And the Resiliently You podcast series will cover several topics that may include belonging and healing, deliver value, prayers and meditation, generative leadership, and innovation. So, you know, COVID-19 has really pressed the stop button in, on most of our world activities that made us pause for a moment to take notice, sometimes of the harm done to each living being on this planet. If there was a time for us to reimagine who we are and how we can make things better, you know, this is the time. This is the time to do so. Um, if you're feeling shaken by the pandemic experience, this is the opportunity to focus on being resiliently you. You know, resilience is the ability to cope with and recover from setbacks. You know, resilience is also what gives people the psychological strength to cope and stress, to deal with stress and hardship. So you think with people with psychological resilience, you know, they could use their skills and strength to respond to life's challenges, which may include things like financial issues, illness, job loss, medical emergencies, natural disasters, um, death of a loved one, even divorce. So just think of people that you know that demonstrate in resilience in the face of challenges in life. And you can ask, you know, what are some of those virtues that comes to mind? Um, there are six of them, six virtues that pops up in, in my mind. One of them is wisdom. The other is courage, humanity, justice, temperance, having the ability, the ability to forgive and have modesty and transcendence, right? And you just, the, the, the gratitude, hope, humor, right? The appreciation of, be of, of beauty. So, you know, I looked up um, on verywellmind.com and they had just different forms of resilience, right? And they, so when they think of resilience, they're talking about physical resilience or they're thinking about mental resilience, or emotional resilience, or even social re resilience. Um, so I would say the audience of this series may be people seeking ways to thrive in this what I call volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world, which you call VUCA, a VUCA world. Um, shamelessly, <laughs> each of the episode topics are supported by books that I've written and will be available for your consumption, where you could pick up and or purchase them on my website or on Amazon. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about um, is really thinking that belonging is, is a basic human need. Um, it, it's important. It's a it's an important part of who we are and and how we find our identity. You know, the language of belonging is that wonderful tone of invitation, a voice of acceptance, and the sound of empathy. You know, and so I think about knowing to whom you belong, why you belong, and where you belong creates your resilience. Well, I belong to my family, much which now include my wife, my son, my daughter, grandsons, sisters, brothers, nieces, nephews, cousins, and other non-blood family members. I, you know, we all have those, and they're really important for our sense of belonging. And I belong there because of the family that also that I was born into, um, the person I choose to marry. And I really want to be in a, in, 
in the family that I that I lead and share history with. Um, where I belong is the places I serve as a volunteer in my faith and professional community. Also, the, the clients that I serve as a business executive, organizational, agile coach, and trainer. So if you if you stop and ask yourself, just for a moment, just pause. Ask yourself to whom you belong, why you belong, and where you belong. Well, I, I hope you came up with the answer that helped you to understand the importance, importance of feeling like you belong somewhere, because we all do. Um, so one of the things that I, I think about where I belong, just growing up playing sports, this really important aspect of my life. I love, man, I love basketball. I love football. I love sports, period. So, you know, growing up on the island of, of St. Croix, you know, I'm playing sports and sports on a small island in the small town of Fredericksted, you know, certainly helped me to build my sense of belonging. And, and so I, I think back to the time when we played Little League Baseball, played in a, a team called the A's, coached by Carl Williams. Um, and so we were St. Croix Little League champions for the first year, two years, or for the two years that I played. Um, actually, in the second year, we were the U.S. Virgin Islands League champion. And a few of those players from that Little League teams went on to play Major League Baseball uh, or Minor League Baseball, I would say. Um, and which was really kind of fun. It's like one of our players in our team, um, his dad was a U.S. Virgin Islands senator, local senator, um, by the name of Felix Francis. So um, we always got these additional perks, you know, more than other teams did because it, you know, his dad had a bit more means, but he'd also really helped us tremendously as we were growing up as kids. Um, that those same years, you know, many of the same players, we played um, like a little league basketball team. So if we used to call Biddy, Biddy basketball, nine to 12 year old, old uh, nine to 12 year old, you know, boys playing basketball. And we had a team called the Kings, which is really interesting that, um, we went on also to be the best in our age group. I don't know. I don't know what we were, what type of water we were drinking, or maybe it's just the neighborhood that we grew up with. And we just, we're just lucky. You know, we had a bunch of uh, people who really just had a great time being competitive. Um, so I think sometimes we, I could imagine the sense of belonging that was developed in many of those players for winning in two different sports at the same time. I know it did for me. Uh, and so it didn't even stop there because basketball was the thing that I love. And we went on to play in, in, in another league, the next age up from 13 to 16 year olds. And we also were the champions for two years in the, in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, you know, we were so good that we were still the, that undefeated teams that people sometimes um, talk about. And, you know, I, I just want to give kudos to one of my, my childhood friend, um, Takiba Riven. Um, you know, he helped me a lot with my confidence and also helped me to increase in my capability as an athlete. Um, and, you know, we're, we're still connected today. Yeah, you know, I just sent him a, a book and, and a T-shirt that says belonging belong to everyone. You know, healing sustain it, sustains it. So um, that was really the form of forming of my resiliently me persona and 
that helped me to blossom because I knew to whom I belong, why I belong, and where I belong. My sense of belonging was centered in team sports and a camaraderie that I still share with some of my uh, former teammates today. If I run into those guys, you know, it's just going to be nothing but fun. But but also I, I think of trying to find my footing in corporate America, which wasn't easy. Um, I studied computer science in, in, in undergrad school. So I was one of the, the only African-American software developers um, in the, the organizations that I worked for. And, um, and, and that was, you know, a really tough journey. I even went to this small uh, college in Waukesha, Wisconsin called Carroll College and now called Carroll University. And, uh, you know, that was a challenge, you know, being an African-American in a community like that. Um, so being the, the only some, it's really tough, you know. So I, I, if you could just imagine, you know, being a new hire in a company uh, where you're the only person who look like you or the only, you know, comes from the community that you do, um, sometimes it makes it difficult to find your place of belonging, you know. Um, and, and so those things were always challenging in the early days. So the forming of my resiliently me persona struggled because at that time, coming out of college, coming from a small island, coming out of going to a small college in a small town, um, I struggled to know to whom I belong, the purpose of belonging. And at the time, it was just, hey, let's make some money. And there was nowhere to belong. You know, so I went from job to job throughout my career when I found a job that I liked um, in the market somehow imploded and that position was lost at that job. But what was really fun was becoming a business owner, an entrepreneur, which also provided another sense of belonging and freedom. You know, I had the autonomy to pursue my passions and learn a lot in the journey. Confucius says, do what you love. You'll never work another day in your life. Yeah, this is a challenging road, being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, to start something from nothing. Um, I was fortunate to start something with some financial reserves to get started. Um, Finding birds of a feather was a lot easier because of other entrepreneurs and business owners that I met was either trying to you know, lock me up as a as a, a client or wanted to get after some of my own clients, you know, and, and, and often it just gave us an opportunity to commiserate about the struggles and find common ground in those painful experiences of, of being uh, an entrepreneur and a business owner. So the forming of my resiliently me persona grew because I belonged to myself. Why I belong, you know, why I belong was because of passion, something that I really enjoyed. And, and starting a business that did music and multimedia and software. Also, I know where I belong because it was a choice that I made, something that I really cared about and was really passionate about. But also in the journey of finding where you belong, you know, my fate journey, you know, finding belonging through fate was much easier, but still difficult. Um, my sense of belonging was rooted in being an image bearer of the creator of the world, the great I am, God. 
I was made in the image of the creator of all things. And they would say, if God is for you, who could stand against you? You know, that is a powerful sense of belonging. In that space of worship between you and God, there is limited friction, limited friction. And even when there is, there's an opportunity for you to resolve that friction. You could always ask for clarity and for forgiveness. Learning and going deep into a belonging relationship with the great I am and God was much easier than sometimes relationship with people. You know, people are difficult. Um, oftentimes, members of the churches that, uh, you know, I attended was <laughs> the, as segregated as the neighborhoods in most, in most neighborhoods in the United States, you know, and you could think back to Martin Luther King Jr. in 1960s that I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies that 11 o'clock a.m. on Sunday morning is the most segregated hours, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America. And you can think of that reality back to the 1960s. That still rings true today in present day. Maybe not as much, but it still rings true today. And, and so finding uh, belonging in music you know, in a, in a, in a worship band and, and um, in, in a church, that was also fulfilling. Um, and, and so it was another way for where to find my sense of belonging. And, and sometimes, you know, look, I could tell you, being in a church sometimes, you can feel very isolated, right? I mean, if, if you're, you know, they, they have their own groups and cliques and things like that. But, um, and you would think that, Faith in Christ would be more than enough to help you find belonging in those groups. You know, um, sometimes I struggle to, you know, with the decision to remain in the church that I attend today. But to me, it has become less urgent now that I attend church remotely, you know, yay COVID. Um, so most of my belonging now is with my family. Now, which seems to be enough for now. And in some cases, I've become complacent. Now, but I, I think th there's a journey for me to find a new church that reflects who I am as an African-American male. And, and it's something that I have to address, right? I mean, the resiliently me must get up and go and see. Now, part of my journey is also thinking about creating, you know, opportunities for being a leader. And, and so I've been playing around with this idea called a generative agile leadership gal journey. Um, I learned how to become a leader by playing the point guard position in basketball. It came natural to me for some reason. Um, so I was able to direct offenses and defenses uh, with four other uh, for four other people in the court at the same time. Um but also, I learned some of those skills, perhaps, even when I was a Boy Scout, an Explorer Scout, um, learned some of those techniques and, and skills about leaderships. And I could think that there could have been many different um, activities that we did that helped me to learn and, and practice leadership. Uh, and so the, the generative agile leadership, the gal role is unique. Um, this, the gal practitioner, you, you think of, they're compassionate, patient and kind uh, with all partners to create 
an energy between people so they feel seen, heard, and valued. So the gal individual creates an environment of belonging for others as well as himself and her or herself to thrive and experience joy. So the forming of the forming of my resiliently me as a gal persona or leader is to create space for others to experience belonging, help people discover their purpose for belonging, and find joy in the place where they belong. So I wanted to just take, you know, often I don't do monologues about my podcast. I'm always interviewing someone. Very rarely do I ever do a monologue. And so I wanted to just take this opportunity in this episode and kind of describe who I am and what I've been up to um, throughout life. And, and so let me just close and say thank you for listening to the Nalshawa Dr. Dave podcast. I invite you to come back for more insights and perspective that may help you with discovering the resiliently you, the resiliently you, you, yes. So in, in upcoming episodes, um, we will have discussions and interviews and conversations with other people to talk about, you know, well, what is what is what does it mean to deliver value? And what's that all about anyway? Um, what does it mean to belong? And what why is healing really important? Uh, why it is important to innovate and, and also work in, a, in your community and start to create things that are just you know, helpful to other human beings as well. So I want to say that come back, you know, stay tuned and come back. And and so, uh, you know, the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast is also streamed on Spotify, Apple, Audible, and Google, and many others. And I want to say thank you to my niece, Kiana Brow Hendrickson, um, for creating the music, you know, at the beginning and end of this podcast. Um, this podcast is copywritten uh, 2022 by Dr. Dave Quinonius and nalshare.org. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Belonging and Healing as we continue to share our stories and experiences and really start to talk about the resiliently you. So that's my theme that I probably will be running for the next six months to a year. And we're going to have conversations about that because I think it's really important and, and especially in the time that we're in. And, and thank you again for just leaning in for a moment with me. What is the importance of belonging? And why do we all need to belong somewhere? It is built into our human nature. Learn how the powerful philosophy of Ubuntu helps to deliver a simple roadmap to building positive teams and relationships, improving engagement and performance. Get your copy of Belonging and Healing, Creating Awesomeness for Yourself and Others by Dr. Dave Cornelius on Amazon.com. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave.